Don't look at us differently, but we're both. Yep. We got wizard sleeves. And either penis. <laughs> Welcome, Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. Happy three years, Lowry. Woo! You've been planning that too, haven't you? I don't know if that came off as smooth as I would have wanted. Happy I, I kind of did it. <laughs> I kind of did it the uh, happy birthday from uh, the, um, the Christmas movies. Is it the Frosty the Snowman that does that? Sorry, I'm getting distracted by the applause. Uh, this is episode 156, which means this is three years of us doing this. Not necessarily to the date of when we started, because there's a lot of complications with the first And episode. we've missed one week as well. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. One week, and that was the f- not this fall, the fall before. Last we August. When we were in uh, Colorado, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that was more just because, like, you arrived late. Yep. Multiple days late. It's my fault. Fine. It's my fault. Pretty pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, that was a fun trip because then they lost my luggage. I had to go buy. Actually, that's funny. I had to buy this shirt that I'm wearing right now, this squat shirt. That was, like, my only shirt besides what I had on my back because then my luggage came, like, the day before we left, which was awesome. So cool story, Hansel. Yeah. I mean, if uh, you wanted to hear that story, you go back a year and a half from now, <laughs> and you would have heard it. That's hear crazy. A, a, again, what? That it's yeah. been a year and a half? Yeah. Since then? Yeah. It feels like last year. I know. But we're approaching basically a year of us not doing this in person. Like <laughs> Also true, which is That's weird. I hear I hear a beer opening. What are you opening oh, there, Lowry? A celebratory beer of Omni Brewing Company, uh, made in Minnesota. It I'm drinking the classic FAD, freaking awesome, delicious. It's a New nice. England double IPA, and it is delicious. I'm drinking what I drank last week because <laughs> I still had some because I drank. Uh... Malibu blacks and diets all weekend, so I didn't drink any beer. And so it's the Berry Blonde from Liftbridge. It's pretty tasty. Like last week. Rewind. Backshadowing. They they go they go bad eventually. Not true, but <laughs> So what do we got today on our special three year episode? Are we gonna do some reminiscing? Are we gonna talk about what episodes we like the most and all that stuff? No. No. <laughs> I thought, yeah, no, we're doing just our normal you, you setup. Like you're, you were confused. You're like, shit. We're, we're, we're gonna, we didn't well, I supposed to prep this. that because I, I did not. Um, no, just we're we're gonna play episode. off of what we did last week. What cards we think we could come off the ban list? Now we're, we're throwing we, some shit on. <laughs> yeah. What? What would? What? Now, nah, how are we gonna say this? Because I don't think we think any of these should no. be banned. But if what could be banned? Could be banned. It, for one reason or another. There might be uh, talk, like, I'll, I'll say by part of my list. We, we both don't know each other's list except for one card we both had put on our list. Uh, some of mine are not necessarily my opinion, but I've heard rumblings of other people talk about it. And so yep. that's. Rebel, rebel, rebel. 
Me, uh, uh, more so, I don't think any of these should be banned. Larry, on your list, is you're like, you'd be fine if they were banned, but you don't think that they should be banned, right? Correct. I, I still wouldn't lose my mind if mine got banned, but I'd just be like, why ban it? It's Commander. It's just crazy, and yeah. that's how it works. Yep, yep. That's, that's kind of my feeling as well, is like, I think most cards should be unbanned, and I think they've done a pretty good job. So are we doing a pointless episode right now? Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. No, this could be, it could help though. Uh, if you would have done this a couple years ago, we would have told you uh, what's its nuts was going to be. Paradox should be banned. Engine? Paradox engine. And eventually it did. So th- we, we have a good feel for what cards could get banned. Um, and this may help you decide not to pick those up or go deep on them. Cause I wouldn't go deep on some of these because of that threat. Um, just cause <laughs> that's one way you can instantly lose out on a spec is if commander goes at band shit, I have 500 of those. <laughs> yeah. Which we haven't done. We spec on bad cards at that right. high a number. Right. Yep. Exactly. They won't ban, <laughs> they won't ban my oath. Uh, Oath of the Gatewatch ever, so I'm fine. <laughs> they won't. They just they just printed a card that was just a hundred times better, but yeah, also did that at the well, same cost. D- well, the one that was in this set where it yeah. does the legendary and all that, yeah, they yeah. killed the card. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they killed it when they they made deploy the Gatewatch, which got you two planeswalkers. Yeah. And put them, did they put them into play or is it in your hand? Yeah, those go into play. Yeah, so they it's really high cost, but that's commander and it's like game winner where uh, it killed it at that point. But, well, uh, I mean like, and then there's ignite the beacon, which is an instant speed that gets you two walkers into your hand. Okay. Just stop proving I, me wrong. Maybe <laughs> what we're so- saying is that we spec on the first version of something that has just been buried by better quality cards. That was one of my first like well, it was my only spec that I went that deep. Yeah, you guys were very excited. <laughs> I got Trombley to jump on board, and I'm sorry, Trombley. He's like, I'm going to get my duels with once we sell these. Like, we had a whole big discussion about, yeah, it's a tutor, and it tutors, you know, a Dillic tutor goes up to this, and this is definitely going to do that. 30 cents? Hell yeah. I'll buy 300 of them. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, no. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for saving face there, Larry. I got twenty. I got twenty of them. So I went. That's deeper than I normally go. You guys' hype really brought me uh, along. Yeah. So I just. Uh, oh boy. Okay. And so we're also doing Smith Savant as always. As always. And then as always, and as in like the last four or five months, four months. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Something uh, like that. And then one spec for Dominaria. And uh, I'm cheating on that, so a little bit, but that we've done that before already, where we pick the foils from other sets, not the one that we're talking about. But the card is from Dominaria, and I I will allow it. You, yeah, the judges. You, I, will I allow asked it. you, and you said, yep. "Yeah, yeah." I was I'll like, be, I'm "Over text," and I was like, "Yeah, okay, thank yeah. you." Uh, anything fun happened this week? Were you? Uh, I I personally. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Pretty boring. No, it was a good Super Bowl. 
No, it was boring. Yeah, no, it was a good Super Bowl. That <laughs> Buccaneers defense did really, really oh, good. Oh man, they were freaking ridiculous. Yeah, wh- I, why would you say a part of the game was freaking ridiculous and really boring? It doesn't make sense. It just sense. was boring. No. Like I didn't. It wasn't. It. There's something. I don't know if you had this feel for it, but there's something about this year, and with COVID and stuff like that, that the football season season never felt. Like the football season, was maybe because the Vikings sucked, <laughs> so I wasn't really well, invested. No, this was and, this was the first game I watched all year, so maybe that's why I was just excited to watch one half of game. football. I watched the third and fourth quarter. Nice. So, uh, so, and the other part is, I this is the first year I'm not doing fantasy football, so I really didn't have true. that any investment. You know, I just watched the Vikings games and hope for the Packers to lose, and that was pretty much all I did. Um. Yeah, it was interesting. I was actually glad that he that Tom Brady won in Tampa because then it just takes it away from Bill. Oh, this is gonna piss this is gonna it's gonna piss Ted off that I'm saying, but I just don't <laughs> like Bill Belichick and I just feel like he's a pompous ass and so he's just like he, I don't know. So I'm I'm glad that it was like kind of rubbing it in his face. Like really, Tom Brady is the reason why you guys won so many Super Bowls, not the other way around. But anyways, I think I think. Billichick is super funny. Billichick. He's, I think he's a gruff, funny man. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Let's move on. All right. uh, somebody, yeah. Can you tell me where Bill Billichick uh, touched you wrong or what? <laughs> Maybe it's his sweatshirt, t-shirts or whatever. His he's just jealous. He's cut he off. you yeah. did that. Instead of just doing it to your sweatpants. Yeah, my sweatpants do that. That's maybe that's what it is. I see myself too much in him, and I'm like, I don't like that guy. No, I don't like myself right now. <laughs> yeah, I hate me. Uh, all right. Um, anything else happened this week? I didn't really have any news. Oh, Cindy's parents' dog ran away. Oh, and that was on Wednesday. And he was missing for like two days. Mm-hmm. And this was right before our cold came in because yeah, that's where you're freaking out. We're like, shit, the cold. really cold weather. Yeah, we're getting to minus teens and 20s. We actually got to minus 18 last night. At night, yeah. Actual temperature here. Um, but Cindy was Wednesday. Yeah, because we were at volleyball. And she put out a Facebook thing saying, this missing dog. Here's a picture. And then she was just getting it retweeted, not retweeted, it's Facebook, reposted and all that, liked and all that. They ended up finding the dog. Somebody had picked it up. It stayed at their house overnight, like in their garage. And then the next day they brought it to an animal shelter and they found the dog the next day. So that's kind of sweet. That's really good news. Yeah. So it was interesting but with the cold weather it was kind of crazy because then the next day is when the bottom dropped out and if that dog was out there it would have uh it wouldn't have survived all that yeah it's yeah it's dangerously cold we're not not bringing the kids outside right now so the uh the the big thing for me this this last couple days which was nice um and i i was telling you this saturday saturday night when we were playing but so we decided to get like a sleep coach Yep. Uh, for Elise, because she's not sleeping. Like she's taking twenty to thirty minute to like a nap twice a day at thirty minutes, which is not good for a kid like that age. And then she'd fight me for two hours trying oh. to go to bed, and then I would just 
go to sleep with her in bed with me and that's you know like fine fuck it i'm just i just need to sleep i was so exhausted um and so i was like finally i was like fuck it let's do this let's let's get some help and we we it was like 300 bucks to do this sleep coach and they sent us two emails reading through stuff i was like okay i could change this i could change this and i did all the change the small changes that i could do without uh the coach's help yeah and she's fucking sleeping like a champ now so, so did they actually come over and do something they are willing if there is struggles um generally if it wasn't covid they would start out like that like one day mm. just to kind of go through it um but some of the changes i did was like just making sure that she was getting more solids during the day um getting her away from little lowry for like a little bit more extra time because he is he's high energy three-year-old boy like yeah that's what's happening and so it takes some time for her to calm down to get some good sleep gotcha. um okay you know we made sure that the room got a, lo- a little bit darker um get some good cues in there to make sure that she was napping so right now she's her morning nap is an hour long instead of 20 to 30 minutes and to you know instead of 20 30 minutes in her afternoon nap today she got two and a half hours jeez yeah nice. that was wonderful and then she's sleeping through the night um is that is that when you opened your box then <laughs> Uh, this afternoon, yes, absolutely. Yeah, when she was taking her nap. Yeah, yeah, I was able to do that without just like ripping packs through. I was able to read yeah. cards and and go, "What's this do?" You're like, "This is nice. I haven't done this for a long time." Oh, absolutely. the The last <laughs> four days have been at like rejuvenating. I feel awesome. so much better just because I get a little bit of time um, to breathe. <laughs> nice. And so. Well, congratulations, yeah. buddy. So, I know yeah. how that is. It's definitely to, uh, been four days now. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah. Knock on wood. Yep. That's the whole thing, right? So we'll see yeah. how, you know. Last night she woke up twice, but we we threw our family Super Bowl party and that got wild. <laughs> so. How many people do you have over? Oh, just our family. <laughs> <laughs> the two kids and me and the wife. But nice. we made cake dip. <laughs> And nice. and Lowry was just he doesn't get that much sugar and he was just fucking nuts. Oh my god, that reminds me. What was that uh was it Zeke's birthday or Drake's birthday? And L- little Lowry had not had like you guys were you he didn't have get much sugar at all. Yeah. Remember he had the cupcake and he like <laughs> put it in his mouth and his eyes just got big and he just started shoving it all in his mouth. Oh yeah. He was like, Oh, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah, uh, awesome. he's a he's a candy lush at this point. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right, I think that should probably yeah. do it. Yeah, I don't really have tags. anything. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we have a lot of tag stuff today. Oh. So first off, want to say congratulations to. Oh, I got to pull it up. We had the end of our uh, Battle Box League, the Commander Smith Battle Box League, and it really came down to it. The last, there was one game where it was between the top positions. So it was uh, AJ, Trombley, and Tyson, and myself in the game. And it was pretty crazy. We went a crazy weekend. There was, or Saturday, everybody was, there was tons of games played. Uh, but AJ ended up being first place. Uh, Trombley took second, 
Tyson took third, and then Captain Bunches took fourth. So congratulations, you guys, because those are the four top uh, get prizes there. And now we're actually going to be starting hey, the Cal Dime. Are you going to hit that? Oh, yeah, you're right. See? You could just do it. I was. I was. I, c- I should have done a drum roll for first place. I've been like, all right. And then... <laughs> Well, but yeah, we're, so we're about to start uh, the next Battle Box League. This is going to be a little different setup. We have put that on our Discord, so if you're wanting to do it, you can jump on there. But uh, we're running probably a month and a half with this one. Um, we're, we still have prizes and stuff like that, but we're going to keep a little more of a gap in between. And we're having a set day for Saturdays. To get in the Battle Box League, all you have to do is become a patron. A uh, dollar gets you into the Discord and gets you into the Battle Box League, and all you have to do is open a box, either draft boosters or set boosters, which were awesome. I liked they were the very set cool. boosters. Um, so that's the only stipulation. That's all you have to do. You just have to be a patron for the whole time that we're playing. Uh, what else? Oh, we do have a new patron, Chris Morrow. Go ahead. You do it. Welcome to the Meat Force. I like how you're doing it in a cheaper voice. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Welcome to the Big Show. What's that from? What, that's like What's a, that from? Yeah. It's like a, I want to say a video game or a show. Is it? All right. I don't know. Maybe it's like uh, EA Sports, NCAA. I feel oh, like that's yeah, what yeah, 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 yeah. I think, you know, old school stuff, right? Like, Well, they don't have any new school stuff. They haven't had... Right, that's a good point. They haven't had NCAA <laughs> but I meant, like, anything Super Nintendo kind of stuff or whatever, but yeah. Maybe. Uh, okay, so welcome to the Meat... Blah, blah, blah. Welcome to the Meat Force. You are... God, don't, don't do it. Don't, what are you doing? Don't. You're just awesome. <laughs> They've already sent us a cease and desist yeah, order. Yeah, right. <laughs> No, that was YouTube. I they did just do that. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Hey, you can't use that music. It's copyrighted." And I was like, I sent them a message. I was like, "No, it's not. This isn't copyrighted." And then they sent a, well, I don't know. It's confusing as shit. <laughs> no, you're totally right. It is not copyrighted. Yeah, yeah. that's what they sent back. They're like, "We said congratulations." Yeah, remember you said yeah, that in a text. Like, like, why are they congratulating us for censoring us? <laughs> like, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, all right. So, oh, the other thing is that just started last week. You can check out episode 155, Commander Smith's Uncut. Uh, basically, oh, uncut. We should call it Unsnipped. I, oh, that is good. I'm writing. Uh, the, the the joke there, guys, is Larry and I are, if you looked at, I don't know, do we ever talk about that on I episodes? I don't know if we have now. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't look at us differently, but we're both uncircumcised. Yeah, yep. yep. we got wizard sleeves, <laughs> ant eater penis, ant eater. That fucking uh, was that a TikTok video or that thing you sent me the other day of the dude pissing outside? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he, he like cut a hole in his sleeve, and then he'd stick his head out and squirt water you okay you should tweet that out just so if people want to get reference to it tweet that that out because that it made me laugh so hard i was like this is amazing so uh anyways so you can check out that episode uh commander smith's unsnipped (laughs) that's perfect uh and we will do that this week too we did a little like half hour of just banter before we started so it's just on our patreon page uh, you can just click it and watch it there. 
Uh, $5 to market you proxy of the week. It is going to be pick your, or it is pick your proxy month. So if you get in this month, uh, next month you'll, when the proxies are being, uh, you get to pick your proxy basically. Yeah. You can pick any proxy from any time that we have done it. Um, Oh, I was going to say one more thing for this league this time for Caldime. Uh, the prizes are the five mythic gods, and we're going to do it a little differently where first place gets to pick, then second, then third, and then tiebreaker one, tiebreaker two. So that is the prizes. So every, the, the mythic gods are going to be in this. Um, okay, so that's it for Patreon. If you want to support the show without giving money, just go to <coughs> YouTube and subscribe. That's all you got to do. You don't have to watch videos. Just go on there and just hit the subscribe button. Be nice if you watch the videos. We've got proxy of the week. We'll have spotlight coming. Um, anything else? Oh, oh, there will be the championship game. Will be on there. So there is oh, going to be yeah. a championship a game point. between Lowry, myself, uh, AJ, and Trombley. So we'll be recording that on Cockatrice, or recording it, and we'll be doing that on Cockatrice and putting it up on YouTube. So we'll have that coming up. Uh, get out of YouTube. We jump over to Twitter, and that's where you say MTG. Curated MTG, right? Flip it. Yeah, curated way. MTG. Today I chose uh, Dust Corona, and that's. I was confused by it at first because I was like, "This is really bad. You're, you're still gonna get blocked by ground creatures." And then I read your description. And you're like, "Yeah, you throw this on a flyer and it's unblockable." I was like, "Oh, good point." Yeah. So it's <laughs> uh, an aura that's one red gives a creature plus two plus zero oh, and can't be blocked by flying creatures. You put this on any flying legend, and it makes it unblockable, plus a little boost, super cheap. Um, and I think it just it's only in, like, 250 decks. And so it was just, like, you know, a discussion. I didn't see anybody like it even at all today. So <laughs> clearly I'm on a roll here. Swing and a miss on that yeah. one. <laughs> no, it was interesting. Uh, if I had a – if we didn't have a joint – Twitter account, I would have commented because then it would just look like that we're talking. Maybe uh, I'm just going to start stuff. liking my stuff and saying that you did it instead. <laughs> that, yeah, you're going to put CSA. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Twitter, that's also where you can find Proxy of the Week and not sharing with Adam. And you can direct message us there or you can shoot us an email at Gmail. So, interesting thing that happened this week. And I kind of want people to do this if they want. Uh, I We had a listener give us one of the Stump the Smith Savant cards to use. And I th- think it's brilliant. So I, I got to give out a shout out to Tony Holinsky. At Tony Holinsky gave us um, or gave me the, whatchamacallit, Stump the Smith Savant. So if you want to do that on Twitter, that's where he shot it to us. Or you can shoot us an email. <clears throat> You just got to make sure that Lowry isn't going to be reading it. So you just say attention, Adam. Yeah. And then Lowry won't read it. So speaking of that, should we just jump right into it, Lowry? Let's do it. I got to get to the button. Damn it. There we go. It's time for everyone's favorite game show, Stump the Smith Savant. Okay. So if you don't know how Stump the Smith Savant works, I will read the flavor text of a card. Larry is the Savant. I am trying to stump him. He is going to take that and try to guess what the card is by asking questions. 
I can only give him yes or no answers. Every wrong guess, every no, that means uh, he gets minus five points. I do have clues. That is minus 10 points. He does start off with 100, and the points really don't matter, but we just do it just so I can make fun of him and see if he gets negative points. So, yeah, fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Got three of them for you this week. I think you're going to do well. There is a theme to this week, and how do I want to say this? This is here. Here's the only hint I'll give you for the theme oh. this week. Okay. It's called shout outs because the first one is a shout out to somebody that gave this to us, and the other ones are shout outs in a way as well. So I will give shout outs to each one. Do of I get these. extra points if I can find the full theme? <laughs> all that that's but i have then that makes it harder for me that i have to find a fucking theme every week <laughs> I, I think just this one counts it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. all right so first card so this is from tony halinski at tony halinski on twitter gave me this card so here goes the flavor text okay ready <clears throat> step one find your cousin step two get your cousin in the canyon step three find another cousin <laughs> <laughs> it literally you know, says that yes <laughs> i know it's brilliant that's why i was like oh my gosh you are a genius <laughs> step one find your cousin step two get your cousin in the canon step three find another cousin um okay so i'm gonna say it's a red card nope what nope um okay i what? Oh, um, artifact? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> step one get find your cousin. It's. Is it something canon? Yes. Okay. Goblin canon? No. Okay. Um,. Mog cannon? No. Are there goblins, mogs uh, in the picture? That was my first clue. Features goblins. Okay. (laughs) So I I have the picture in my head. It's like a big, dumb cannon. Yes. And um, with, like, wooden wheels. Um, Yep. Golly. I don't know when the original set is. I know it's in a core set. Like sixth or seventh, I want to say seventh. It has like a, no. a white border. Oh, maybe it is. Oh, yeah, it's a eighth edition. Eighth edition. Eighth edition. Yeah. The original printing is from Urza's Destiny. Urza's Destiny. And it is a list card. That doesn't fucking help. I don't. Um. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll take another clue. Dude, I don't even know how to. You're just missing the. F- the first word so i'll just give you the um the initials fc oh fodder cannon there you go there you go thank nice. you thank you yeah, that was pretty is that awesome that yeah, step yeah. One, find your cousin step two get your cousin in the cannon step three find another cousin well i i accept that because it's not a used or rare card that's like <laughs> uncommon right yeah. yeah yeah it is uncommon yep all right. The uh, next one, I'm not going to name where it's from until after I'm done. Uh, but this is the flavor. I will go to any length to achieve my goal. Eternal life is worth any sacrifice. 
Zer the Enchanter. Mm, again, I will please? go to any length to achieve my goal. Eternal life is worth any sacrifice. Zer the Enchanter. Is this from Ice Age? Uh, let me get the printings all up here. Sorry. Did not have that pulled up. It is yeah, from Ice Age. I didn't think it was Cold Snap. Uh, Ice Age. I'll go to any length. Blah, blah, blah. Forgot what it said. <clears throat> I will go to any length to achieve my goal. Eternal life is worth any sacrifice. Zer the Enchanter. All right, so the theme is sacrificing creatures or sacrifice. Oh, no. no. Damn it. All right. Oh, what was the overarching theme? Uh, the shout outs. Shout outs? No, that's stupid. All right. Um, I would go to any length. Is this also an artifact? Yes. Artifacts from Ice Age. <clears throat> we got. Oh, oh. You want your first clue? Yeah, please. This card features a tree. What? It's its main focus. Main focus is a tree on an artifact. I shouldn't say the main focus, it's the main, the prominent part of this picture. It's not the focus of what the card does. I might be giving too much of hints mm, there. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You did, you're being sly. You're doing good at that. Um, It's a tree? From Ice Age, <clears throat> an artifact. And then it says, I will go to any length to achieve my goal. Eternal life is worth any sacrifice. Catch the emphasis of those words there. Zer the Enchanter. <laughs> There's more hints there. Eternal no. life. Zuren's Orb? Any yeah. Was it? Zuren Orb. Yeah, Zuren Orb. All right. And the shout out is Shivam. He uh, posted that one today on Twitter. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah, okay, Our, so shout-outs ain't going to help me at all if that's what's <laughs> going on here. All right, this one is a pretty interesting shout-out. So, all right, <clears throat> you ready? Mm -hmm. They infiltrated deep into the enemy camp under cover of darkness and dirt. Chorus Vyashino Warrior? Vyashino Warrior? Vyashino Warrior. All right, so they... <clears throat> They infiltrated deep into enemy the into the enemy camp under cover of darkness and dirt. And dirt. So this would be Chorus. I want to say is it, is it a Urza's block card? No. Either Saga, Destiny, or Legacy? No. Nope. Um so that puts it in I want to say prophecy area. Which I There's don't only know. one. That's uh, one of my clues. Whatever, I started it. There's only one printing of this. They infiltrated deep into enemy camp under cover of darkness and dirt. 
Chorus mm. Machino. For some or... reason, I want to say it's like a white card? Nope. Okay. I mean, Viachinos are red, so is it a red card? Yes. All right. Um, there isn't a whole ton of... Um, is it an enchantment? Yes. Did you hear me? Yes. Yep. Could you? It is an enchantment. Oh, I couldn't hear you for some reason. Oh. Okay. Uh, it is an enchantment. Is it? Yes. Too red, too colorless. No. Okay. Um. Okay. One printing. One printing. Remember the theme of this. Shoutouts. Shoutouts. But I'm pretty sure that's not going to help me. That doesn't. Um. It's a red card. It is an enchantment. It is an enchantment, yeah. Um, it's something about not being able to like block properly. Um, and so we have the first one was that. Calls that. Um. Uh, next clue. The card features an orc-like figure. I think it's an orc. It's not a goblin. It's too big to be an orc. Or to be a goblin. So I'm just assuming it's an orc. If you can't get it straight, how am I supposed to know? <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, these should all be like huge giveaways. You're going you're gonna to laugh when you find out what this card is. Uh, um... So it's a red card. Enchantment. It has an orc on... It features prominently an, an orc on the front. Or, you know, the picture. Enchantment, it's not a then, Yoshino? No. Hmm. He's not, like, beating on a drum, is he? Nope. It's not, like, goblin war drums. No. Um that one didn't count, I I know. No. Um <laughs> You want another another clue? Yeah. Yeah. Uh its effect mainly affects flying creatures. It's not my like mudslide, is it? Nope. Okay. Good. Didn't know if you're gonna choose one that I always talk about. <laughs> Just like trick me up a little bit okay it mainly affects flyers yeah it's not like chaos world um i should say hinders it's red yep is it an enchantment yeah we already went over that it's an yeah enchantment. okay well i'm just double checking <laughs> <laughs> um, more specifically it's an enchant creature Did you talk about this it back in the in the un unsniffed? This is really funny. No, okay. it's it has been talked about this episode. God darn it! Did you bring it up on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's. 
Um, you talked about it randomly. No, it's part of your curated MTG. You son of a bitch. Is it Dust Corona? Yes, it is. I thought you're sure shouting you out right me. <laughs> yeah, you're the shout out. These are all shout outs from uh, either on Twitter or whatever. I was like, I'm going to use the card that he posted today <laughs> because he's looking at it. And we just looked at it. Now, or I don't know if you pulled no, it up I didn't now. Pull but... it up. <laughs> oh, that is embarrassing. <laughs> that's a goblin, though. You threw me off. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what it is. That looks like a bigger dude than a goblin. He's more muscular than a goblin. I, I think he it looks like a gob or a orc or urukai. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, oh, that's, that's probably funny. like a giant. I thought you I thought for sure you were gonna get that one into me like, yeah, I just saw this one today. <laughs> no. Well, I don't mark, read mark. okay. No, yeah, yeah. You got me. I am I do feel I do feel stupid. <laughs> oh, that's fun. I I didn't know how much more I was gonna I was like he's I didn't actually write a lot of clues down it really because I was like, he's gonna get this so quick. One printing <laughs> Features an orc, hinders flying. That's all I kind of put on there for that. And then it, it planner chaos, obviously, now that you know what it is. Yeah. That's the only set it's from. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know. People think it's a bad card. Whatever. Yeah. I, no I double checked. Nobody, I got zero, zero cool commented on it. And he's like, I agree. Nobody <laughs> I liked agree. it, though. <laughs> I didn't get any other validation. It. <laughs> Kind of hurts. Well, you got me to make it as a stump the smith because I liked it, and so I was <laughs> like, "All right." Well, it's funny because I saw Shivam's post uh, about Zirin Orb, and that used to be—that's an old school. We used to play. I used to play that card, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, "Oh, wonder what, what if Lowry's has flavor text? I'm going to use that as my third one." <laughs> so that was—I was glad that yours had flavor. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, um. I guess we don't have an opener, so... <laughs> Always the the attack button. Box dropper. All right, so in this segment, we are going to talk about cards that we think could get banned. Not that we want to get banned, but there is a possibility that these I get banned. I don't even know if there's... I mean, there's few. I doubt it, though. There are... There are rumblings of people that don't like it for some reason, and so we're going to talk about that. Okay. Why don't we start off with one that we both know is on both of our lists? <clears throat> okay. So, Hall Breacher. Right? Yeah. Either. Yeah. I I, th- I think it's... You said this in the beginning. Shitty when this enough. Card was, yeah. When this card was spoiled, you were like, this is... This is bad like this is horrible to have this out because it just it doesn't it doesn't feel good for the game like it feels really oppressive yeah right so uh whole breacher if you don't know it's two colorless blue flash um and then if an opponent draws an extra card for any reason ever they don't draw that card and you get to create a treasure token um well well clarify that a little bit it's the only card they can draw is the card that's on their draw step. They can't draw any cards that are on their draw step. So if it's somebody yeah. else's turn, like there's other cards that do this, but it says if a the player draws card. one beyond their first card, they don't draw. <clears throat> this is 
the only card you get to draw is your draw step one, and then everything else is done. Yeah, I think they made it too easy to splash. Um, too easy to cast? Too easy, yeah, too easy to cast. Too cheap. It has flash. <laughs> um, yeah, the surprise factor can really just be a blowout. And giving blue, it's the be- it's blue's best ramp card. Um, like, I I could definitely legitly seeing this getting banned. Yeah, this is probably. It just seems super on my list. It's it's probably the closest one I would say to getting banned on my list. I think. So I I don't have it numbered that way, but I mean. Looking at my list, it's the only one that I'm like, just <laughs> catch it if it gets if it gets used. I mean, what what if they would have made this because it's dealing with treasures and red typically does that? What if they would have done it as a red card? Do you think that would be better because you're giving it to not as strong of a color? Would it be? And it's better? doing something that blue does. You know, it does that thing, but giving it the treasure part is kind of a red thing. Um, like if you if you made it like red blue to colorless to do it similar to like notion thief um yeah i i think that makes it more fair instead of drawing a card instead of them drawing a card you get to create treasure tokens like that seems it's one more mana in the red department um no like if you make it just closer to notion thief i think it's like not even talked about as bannable, but right, it, it's not a twenty five dollar card at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like five. Right? Yeah. Um. Again, it's it's pretty easy to kill. Like. Yep. But it, it does get. I know the table immediately. At least with us with um league, it gets targeted immediately yeah. as soon as possible. People try. They everybody works as a team. To take out Hall Breacher when it comes out. But it, it also is like a better power toughness than Notion Thief. I feel like Notion Thief's just a 2-1. And this is like a 2-3 for some reason. Yep. Uh, 3-2. Th- three, 3-2. Three, two. Like, three, two. It probably should just die to everything. Instead of being able to... like I don't know why it's aggressive. When yeah. it comes to three two, notion, notion thief is a three one. Is it a three one? So that just dies to everything, though. Like being yeah. it, it, it could be a one one and it'd be the same thing, right? Right. So this being, you're right though. Notion, it should have been more like notion thief by adding that red because it's dealing with treasure. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's probably my biggest thing. So I just, I, I think it is a really, really downer play. And there's plenty of downer cards, and with it just being so new, it might be salty at this point. But it is what it is. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, uh, I, th- I am pretty positive that it at least won't get banned for a couple years. It'll do the Paradox Engine thing where it'll sit there and they'll see how it gets played out. Uh, it's a new set. They don't want to ban something in Commander that just came Whatever. out. Whatever. They you know, just they did the, do... Yeah, for Commander Legends, for sure. That'd be... Right. For, yeah. I mean, they did that with the... Um, the Lutri. Companion. Yeah, the Companion thing. But that wasn't in a Commander product. Yeah. You know, yeah. that, was, that was separate. That was a standard thing. So 
this I could see sitting for two years, seeing how it goes. If every deck starts using it and whatever, and it's really oppressive, they might ban it. Um, but it is removable. So mm -hmm. I think the hard part with, um, whatchamacallit, like, why do I keep forgetting the, the brain? Paradox Engine mm. is, it's an artifact. It's a little bit tougher to remove than a creature, but it's immediate. Like, you just need to cast one spell and then everything untaps. This, you're screwing one person right away. Like, it, it, okay, here we go, really quick. What if that's all it did? When it entered, it just screwed somebody for that turn. That would oh. be a playable card. Yeah, it's probably a bad card. Yeah, then at that point, yeah, that's a good point. So you're at least screwing somebody, and then it gets... It, it gets you, could, you could do removed. it, like, until your next turn. Yeah. And the extra draw. We're, we're trying to fix it. Yeah. That's... <laughs> I want to fix Although, you. I like really powerful stuff. So, all right. Um, but overall, I don't think it's going to get banned, at least <clears throat> for the next two years. I think they'll kind of see how games go yeah. and if it gets used a lot. And it's not it's not about getting used a lot. That isn't the right word or phrase I should have said there. It's more of how the games go when it comes out. If it really gets a player to win most of the time when this comes out. Yeah. And might. and I also like I don't understand like the play design of blue denying draw for other players. Oh, well, it's it's blue's thing. But it, they just but it don't shouldn't want people be to have like fun. blue. No, I'm just, they just don't want other players to have fun. So that's what it's doing. It, in my opinion, it, it should be a white effect, like uh, library idle of the library or whatever it is. Yeah. Um. That so that maybe... seems like more of a white effect to me. So, I mean, I can complain about it all I want, but like the one of the reasons why it should be in white again is. Hull Breacher has, in blue, naturally has wheels that you can have, right? And in yeah. white, you don't have that effect. And so it's not as abu abusable. You need that other those other colors. That's actually – a uh, th that part, point is really good. And the fact that you already have treasures with uh, Smothering Tithe. Yeah. Yep. Which leads me into my next possible band card. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. I'm segment. glad that you said that. All right. That's actually on my list as well. If you're going to say <laughs> smothering tithe. <laughs> so a smothering tithe. Are we kind of done with yeah, Paul Breacher? Yep, I think good. we were kind of done. Okay. Smothering tithe. If you don't know what that does, which you should know, it's an enchantment for one white and three colorless. Whenever an opponent draws a card, that pay player may pay two. If they don't create a treasure token. Uh, so we already have white with treasure, you know, this is one that's used in every white deck, pretty much. Mm -hmm. It's going in, going just like Rhystic Study, which also is on my list, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> also on my list. <laughs> uh, but it it really gets a player ahead. Smothering Tithe. I don't know. Should we talk about Smothering Tithe and Rhystic in the same breath um, here? It, no, I, I think they're different cards. Okay. They're very different cards. So what is your feel on Smothering Tithe, then? Um... So again, I th the reason to ban it is that it's just played so much and so splashable. Um, you know, the one white enchantment just totally it's it's hands down no competition best ramp card in white, right? Mm -hmm. That isn't a ramp spell. You put this in green um and it's a good card. 
it's still a good card, but it's not like played in every deck. Right. Not in every green deck. Um, and so the, the, the thing, so that's actually this Ristic and the other card, the mystery card, I'm not saying until we maybe get to it, is <laughs> they're the top 100 cards played on EDH rack. Mm-hmm. And so they are just everywhere and they're annoying. You're going to pay the two. You're going to pay the two. You're going to pay, You're gonna pay hey, the two. That's why we have digi tokens, your yeah. reminder it's cards. Still that's why we... It's still yeah. annoying. It's still annoying. And so I think it's the two is almost unpayable in a game. Yeah. Like you almost don't consider it. Well, Unless you're like, yeah, I, I can't do anything this I turn anyway. Gonna I'm going to pay the yeah. two. Um, so that I find a problem. If it was one, way better. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I'll be devil's advocate with this one. White needs stuff. Yes. So they gave it. Yep. <laughs> they, they gave him a really good card. And the problem, the argument that you're having, and which I find correct, is white just plays it. If you have white, it just goes yep. in there. You know, it's, yep. it's, it's like your soul ring for white because... White doesn't have shit. <laughs> but if you're playing white green, would you still play this? Maybe. I mean, if you're on a token theme or you probably don't have some type of sacrifice theme, but um any other combo, white blue, white black, white red, you're probably playing yes, this. In absolutely in those three. And white green, again it depends, but you consider it. And right. probably like if you're three colors, white, green, red, I would do this. For sure. Um now, when you were saying the splash of white, what if some of the way to fix some of these cards, if it was double white or double blue? Yeah. Yep. That, that I think is what it, it should at least be a little bit harder to cast when it just, mm-hmm. when you see the cards so often, it feels like, you know what? This should have been, do, were we having this discussion on discord? Uh, maybe. So like, it might have been. I don't remember who brought this up. I hardly remember the conversation. But back when Jason Mind Sculptor was in standard and getting banned, it was just with two two uh, two blue pips in there. They were talking about like I remember an article from LSV going, "It's too splashable. You can fit this in every three color deck with just two. But Cryptic Command, which was legal at the time was three blue pips in a colorless. And so same mana cost, but Cryptic Command... Because of the three blue. Ma- and and what is... Jason Mind Sculptor is just pure blue. Like, why was it only two? Could have been three. And so when you have cards that are just so purely blue and so purely powerful, they should probably have those extra pips in there. So mm-hmm. this this could be two... Two and 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 still be played as much as it is, but it'd be yeah. better as a as a cost in that. That that's actually a good point with the um the if they if Jace would have had three instead of the two because think of the Cavaliers. Remember the Cavaliers from was it M twenty mm-hmm. or M nineteen? Those are like basically not play. Like I feel like they're only in monocolor decks because of the three. Yeah of each of those they, they aren't even pl- they, they don't but if they would have knocked it down to two i think those would have been a lot better and 
more used yeah. cards than they are. And so I think you do have to balance that. I don't think you should be throwing like three pips on everything. Like it shouldn't happen right. more often. But when you clearly have something that is really powerful, like did they just miss Smothering Tithe being this good? I think they were just like, it's white. We need to give it something good. It, that <laughs> so. could have been the case. So like I think it being two would be fine. Three would make it tough. You know, yep. you're not fitting this in every deck that has white in it. You're sure. it's probably in every two color deck. Maybe. All right. So, well, let's let's move into another blue card that we just mentioned. Why don't you uh, talk about that? Uh, one? Bring that one Rhystic up. study. Again, um, this is two colorless and a blue enchantment. Whenever an opponent casts a spell, they got to pay one more or you draw a card. Um. This one, the, the cost gets paid a little bit more. It does. But I think drawing cards is more Better. powerful <laughs> than creating a treasure token. Correct, yeah. Um, uh, and so the one is payable, like you're saying. Like, if that was two, fuck. That'd be yeah. really, really tough. <laughs> the card would already be banned. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and so one one cost is decent. It's fair. Um, it seems like a relatively fair card. It's very innocuous, right? Like it hits the yeah. table and I've won card or one games because I, I remember Jake going, ah, draw a card, draw a card. And I just won off that. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, okay. Yeah. I'll draw six extra cards and just win the game. And again, with this one, maybe the same argument as smothering tithe. If you added, a second blue into that cost it might be a little better yeah but still it's still (laughs) yeah it's still it's really crazy good good card so out of those two i feel like ristic could catch a ban more but i still don't think either of these are going to catch i agree i yeah i mean it's just been around forever it's a comment from prophecy like it's been around forever and it's yeah. just kind of like it's hard like it's just a glue piece right like it's drawing you cards smothering tithe is creating mana for you so like i technically don't have a problem with these types of cards um i think if they would have added maybe like a, a collimative upkeep on it that might have helped a little bit Oh, you- kind of like uh, Mystic Remora, yeah. adding something like that, adding a little bit of an upkeep, or maybe not a collimative, but just an upkeep, just an upkeep for trigger. Rhystic. Yeah, I think that could have helped that. It, it, it is during the time when they kind of use that a little bit. Would this be? It's not. Yeah. Would Would this be better or worse if it was whenever an opponent plays a spell, you can pay one to draw a card? Oh, that'd be that'd be fixed a little bit. Would it though? Yeah, sure. You're, you'd have to leave your mono. I mean, if you're just what like, whatever just... I have left over, I can just pay that and know that hey. I'm able to do it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So I, I don't oh. know if that's better or worse, but it's different. It, it would force you to play slower. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Um, let's move on to a. Well, you had something else that was similar you were saying to Okay, those? so... Smothering Tithe, Ristic Study, both in the top 100. 
And Adam's going to be vehemently against this one, but also in the top 100, Cyclonic Rift. I don't have Cyclonic Rift on my this list. This one, I think, is pretty well hated. Um, it's in a shit, metric shit ton of decks. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's, again, this is that splashable part. Like, it's just one blue, and it goes in every deck. Um, and it's essentially the best removal that blue has. There's no competition. Mm-hmm. And... Again, I don't think it because I think this is something that it's a part of the format. You're yeah. you should expect to have it. That there's a cyclonic. Yeah, it's always at least probably mentioned a game. Although it's it's been kind of nice playing league and not having that threat. You know, ah. just knowing that that that's not even there. Yeah, uh, it's been kind of nice. I'm not even thinking about it. But in a normal game, if anybody's playing blue, it's like. Up oh, here comes Cyclonic Rift. When is Cyclonic Rift coming? <laughs> yeah. No, I I would agree. Um, I personally wouldn't mind if Cyclonic Rift was gone, but I do use it because it is my way to, uh, like I've mentioned many mm-hmm. times before, I like to have an answer for everything, and Cyclonic Rift is the answer for everything because it hits everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they are printing cards that you get around. What was some of the more recent stuff oh it was um the dude that turns all your permanents into forest your creatures into forest the uh azuz is no what's his name the ancient stirring guy is that his name i know what you're talking about i just forgot about it but yeah that kind of gets around it a little bit um tefiri's protection kind of gets around it a little bit um that new angel that we just talked about last week yep uh, but yeah, if this left the format, I, I wouldn't be sad. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to change a lot of decks. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get rid of that, that ban card. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the question is just like, if you got rid of a card, like does blue disappear? Is it just a power color because of cyclonic? No, no. blue's pretty good. No. And yeah. so is it like that the hard part about cyclonic though is it feels like EDH. Yeah. You know? Like for sure. it just feels too much like this is an EDH card perfect for this. Was, and if you ban it, where does it ever go? Was it <laughs> in know? our like, power nine from last year that got stolen from Commander Core Square? should i make a fart noise over that yeah whatever you want commander's quarters (laughs) oh we've said them enough times that it doesn't matter at this point so i don't remember i don't remember if might have been um and so again i agree like i don't think (laughs) side side note we made that list and you know what the power nine is and what the cards are there. We made the power nine for commander and we don't even remember what's on. The, <laughs> like <laughs> It obviously stuck. I think maybe cause it got a little more bitter cause it got stolen right after. Right away. It, but whatever. Within the week. Fucking yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know if it got, if it got, I don't think it's going to cause it's just, it's too commander. Yeah. I agree. I think when and when 
I re-listened to our the problem with Cyclonic Rift just to like prep for when we had a combo on. Yep. And I think the best solution would be is like prep like build up cards like Cyclonic Rift, but like variations of it, and then once you got options for it, then get rid of Rift. Because if if you get rid of Rift, I think there's a big hole, right? Mm. Yeah. And so if if you have cards that you can choose from that have those similar things, then I think that makes it better. Yeah, but then in that time you're making having all these similar things, then it's just going to be like, God, there's so much of this shit. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> so, um, speaking of another commander staple, uh, I'm just going to go there. Mm-hmm. Soul ring. You get the fuck out of here. I just dropped my pen. <laughs> Why would you say that? Yeah, Take it back. Yeah, just some... <laughs> I'm not saying it. I'm so this list wasn't based off of thing remember, none of these cards I want okay. banned. None of them. Uh because there's some on here who are gonna even be more surprised than Soul Ring. I'm just doing ones that people have had arguments with, and I just want to have a discussion. So we're so we need to like I, I had some concepts for this as well. Let me write those down just so we touch on it. Uh, for did you have Soul Ring on your list? No. But you thought about it. Yeah. So Soul Ring, the only reason, and <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna knock it down, but the only reason is the same thing as Arcane Signet in two plus color decks it's just an auto include you could almost add in uh sensei's top in this Um, stay away from top (laughs) but they're they're just the auto includes and that's kind of the big argument with people now the other argument that people have where this is wrong but turn one soul ring person have such an advantage that they typically win the win the game when in fact it's the other way around turn one Command Zone did a thing yeah. a couple years yeah. ago where they took like 500 games from them, from Goldfish, from like all the big podcasts of ones that they had recorded. And they kept track of when Soul Ring was played turn one. And you actually are at a disadvantage if you play t- Soul Ring turn one because the table tends to turn on you. Now, that also depends on your play group. Uh, when it comes with us, I don't ever like. Somebody gets a turn one soul ring. I'm like, ah, you fucker. Like, just swear at him. That's all mm-hmm. I do. I don't keep it mental note being like, oh, that person had soul ring turn one. I need to go after that. Yeah, I don't Whereas I don't think that's what's happening either, though. But I think they get at such an advantage. They go. Right. That, oh. They become the arch enemy and the, yep. the table takes. And down. so if you go turn one soul ring. And do nothing with it for three turns, I think you're fine. <laughs> You know, yeah. I think you're fine. There's nothing wrong with that. So just sit on it. So yeah, just don't play it turn one. You know, if you don't right. have to, I think that's a fine yeah. play as well. So really, I just said Soul Ring to be on here just to have the discussion and kind of say why I don't think Soul Ring should be on the ban list. But it's a card to, to talk about because people do talk about it all the fucking time. But if you take that and put it on the ban list. Holy shit, every commander pre-con has a soul yeah. ring in it. Yeah. Like it's that it would be that chaos. Card, yeah. 
Well, that card is the epitome yep. of command. That For is sure. the poster child of commander. So you can't do that. But I just had to so throw it out th- there. The thing that I had and that I tossed it out because it's preposterous is fast mana artifacts. So not only Soul Ring, but Mana Crypt, Chrome Mox. Um, even though I said the Moxes would be fine that are banned last week, <laughs> yeah. do you take yeah. them off? Would that make Commander a better format? You know what I mean? So wait, so you unban the Moxes and then you go, well, all of them. let's get rid of all the... <laughs> so it's off and then back on. <laughs> so anything that's like zero or one mana ramp. And yeah, artifact, like, I, would that make Commander a better format? So, I go the other way with it. I, in fact, think that the more we have, the better. It gets the games moving quicker. The problem with the beginning games is they're so... Nothing happens at first three turns, three yeah. or whatever turns. If you had more options, if you had more Soul Ring type things like we do, we have the zero drops and all that, adding stipulations to them... A lot of times when we get a game with our decks, with our play group at least, and this isn't going to be the same for everybody because not everybody has a monocrypt uh, or any of those really quick um, mono rocks, but I'd say two out of the four, sometimes three out of the four, sometimes four out of the four, but most of the time it's at least two people get a turn one something out. Yeah. You know, it's either Soul Ring or. You know, I would even whatever. put top in there. So, like, if you went like turn yeah. one top, Soul Ring, or Crypt and you had two of the players, that at least puts two of those players on the same, like, level. Yeah. And it and like you're saying, the more of those, the more likely that it levels the playing field and less randomness to get that crazy good start. That's, mm-hmm. I, I think I agree with that. Like, the more options you have, the less variant. Because you want less burst, for one player. Yeah. And if you get everybody to burst at the same time or relatively, um, that's, I think, more ideal. Or nobody, or, maybe, or no burst. Or maybe you switch it up and everybody just starts with a turn one soul ring. House In rules. the command zone? Yeah. <laughs> it's part of your uh, commander. You only can cast it from, yeah, command zone comes awesome. out. I'd be down with that. That would be sweet. Hey, that's an idea. Look at that. Let's do it. Don't worry about it. Commander quarters will steal that next week. <laughs> they're starting a new, a new. Uh, they're they're starting their their second type of commander after they pan the walker. The walking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're starting our. Uh, oh, sorry. Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So soul ring. What's your what's what's on your list? What's next? Next on, your on my list. list. Um. I just want to scratch this one. I think it's just stupid. I'll sound bad. <laughs> <I'll> sound... <sighs> hey, I said soul ring. Come on. But it was more That's just good. to talk okay. about it. Um, this one I don't. This is like the least likely in my mind. Um, Seedborn Muse. I did not put yeah, Seedborn three... in there. Because if we did Seedborn, then you kind of, for sure, Prophet of Crufix never would never come, come back. Yeah. And so it <laughs> yeah. just untaps all of your permanence on the beginning of each opponent's upkeep um again it's kind of similar to prophet of crucifix like you said and so yeah. i think it just kind of uh, allows you to play on everybody's turn if you set your deck yeah. up but i think you do need to set your deck up for that 
Yeah. So I I don't have a problem with it, but with that similarities with Prophet of Crufix, that's where I was kind of drawing that comparison from. Gotcha. I see it. I I get it. That makes sense. I'm not going to talk much more uh, on that. Yeah, though. yeah. <laughs> uh, I got one that we can have a, a good discussion on. Um, how about doubling season? I don't think that's an issue. Nope. Here's here's the All reason. Right. If you ban doubling season and then change the rules that commanders can or planeswalkers can be your commanders, ah, I'd be for that. Because if if that's the only thing, I would think they would have to ban if they changed the rules, and that then you could have actual planeswalkers mm. instead of just having the few that they do have. So that was my only stipulation. Everything else is fine, but the reason why, if you guys don't know it, most you probably do, but. Doubling season, it doubles the counters, and if you're playing a Planeswalker that can ultimate turn one with doubling season, and it's your commander, that's where it gets a little hairy. So if they <clears throat> banned doubling season and then made it so that you could play commanders, or Planeswalkers are your commanders, I think that's where you see that get I think banned. that'd be cool. Maybe we could start our own commander variant and call it something else. I don't know. Dimes and nickels. Dimes and nickels. What's going on? <laughs> quarters. Oh. Commander quarters. Dimes and nickels. Commander Smith's dimes and nickels. <laughs> Two dimes and a nickel <laughs> equals a quarter. Uh, we're gonna get a cease and desist from that guy too. Yeah, he's gonna are. hand deliver no, it to us. <laughs> yeah, because he's in Minnesota. Uh, That'd be funny, though. He does a ranting video on us. That would be... Oh, we'd probably get more <laughs> listeners that way. <laughs> we would, yeah. Do it. We'd probably get a lot of hate mail, too. Just like, how dare how you? How dare you? All right. Call yourselves two dimes and a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got? Uh, That was mine. That was Double yours? Season. All right, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I should write that down. <clears throat> What is your next one, Lowry? Um, time stretch. Okay, I did not even that didn't even hit my head. That's the extra turn. That's one, the right? two extra turn one. Oh, so yeah, that's that that's is... where my problem is. Is like it is expensive, so like the payoff is kind of big and or expropriate if you're playing against bad players. I had uh, thought about that, but we never play that. Yeah. One. Um, so the, the big thing is, is it just like, is really boring for everybody else. Like yeah. it makes, I think it makes games bad. Like if they're going like first turn casting time, stretch attack, do their thing. Second turn, you know, and then third turn, I'm already bored and I'm just saying words like, <laughs> I, I think it's, it takes too long for things to happen. Yeah. Uh, the only argument I would say is it's yeah. 10. It's 10 to do it. At 10, you're casting game winner stuff. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. So that's that's my only my only thing is it just takes too long to just kind of, like, happen. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Um, I'm going to say a controversial Ooh. one. And we had talked about it kind of last week. But it's going to be kind of two in one because I have – I think I have – how many more do you have on your list? One official, and then a couple, one new one, then two concepts. Okay, so 
Gaia's Cradle and Cabal Coffers. I'm doing Gaia's this. Cradle was my last official one. Oh no, nope, you're right. I stole it. I I um, agree. We talked about it talked about it last week. Um, it's just super powerful. I don't think it should be at all because that would be awful. But <laughs> it would be awful. Um, it would hurt my feelings. <laughs> it would it would kill the bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would. But what, wouldn't that be the time that they they ban it, Larry? You finally get your copy, and then they go banned. <laughs> but I'd, I'd be like, "Yep, yeah, that's right there. <laughs> I deserve it." <laughs> um, so th- they're just they're just both really powerful cards. Um, I think one reason why I think Cradle could be banned is because creature decks can be really explosive and that i think is what so like let's say you board wipe you can still put out like four or five creatures the next turn and then Mm -hmm. use cradle for another bonus right there's you can just be so much more explosive that's where like the enchantment one like how explosive can you be with enchantments there mm-hmm. aren't we just got our first enchantment tokens from with Nico Planeswalker. Yep, that's what I'm playing. And you can for get Lee. a bunch of enchantments Woo-woo. that way, and that's the yeah. only card where that is going to happen. Um But you have plenty of token generators where you're just like, Alright, Avenger of Zendikar, boom, guy's cradle, let's go. Like you that's just a ton of mana advantage cabal coffers you you're not messing with everybody's swamps so you know or their land and so you're kind of in my opinion both those lands are getting around the don't mess with people's mana like soft deal and so they avoid a lot of removal when they're if right. they're in your playgroup, you should consider them. Absolutely. Consider them banned. No, you're consider saying? them like you gotta consider them in Re- your removal. Remove package. Them. Yeah. I have noticed uh there's does it seem like they're printing a lot more non basic hate in a way? What do you I wouldn't say a lot more, just that Example. I think what they need to do is maybe make a little bit more instead of having it on a colorless card, maybe something that creates a uh, color so you can put it in any deck, but then also has hate on non-basic stuff. I I guess what my point is, is more they should print a little bit more non-basic hate because non-basic lands, there's a lot of them and there's a lot of good ones. And I think they start, they need to start hitting some of those up a little bit more. So like blood moon effects, Kind of, yeah. Or destroying, like, um... Like a wasteland? Well, what's, what's some of those? I was thinking wasteland, but what's the other one where it's sacrifice it to destroy a non-basic, and then you and that player go look for a basic uh, land? Ghost Quarter? Oh, yeah, no, I mean, there's the... Doing... There's a new one. I wouldn't play that one, though. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you're playing... Having some more usable cards that can hate on those instead of just outright banning it. 
Because th- the thing is, is it's not only those. There's a lot of good utility lands that probably need to be start getting addressed because the, I it, don't get me wrong. I love yep. lands. Those are my, that's I love my lands having you. I love lands and I just want to play, you know, they're just, they're my favorite and they just keep coming out with more and good ones and they need to have maybe start to keep them in check a little bit. Not Blood Moon effects turning them into it. Maybe. Maybe get one for each color. <laughs> I mean, that's. I think you have a really good point. Is that, like, like, there isn't enough playable hate in our format. Right. Um, because, you know, land mass land removal is frowned upon. Kind of, like, and then just, like, spot land removal is not good enough like it's expensive right yep um like i'm not gonna pay five to get rid of one land without something else happening and there are some cards that do that but like you're not running stone rain in your deck right (laughs) like I did have a, a land destruction deck, 60-card deck back in the day. Bunch of stone I rains. don't even remember it. That's how bad it was. <laughs> how dare you, sir? Um, so it's it's a tough one. Like, I've seen, like, there's Dampening Sphere from Dominaria um, mm. that reduces it down to, like, one colorless. But that's almost too narrow, too. So I I don't really know how you deal with that problem other than like make it a utility land that has that yeah does so it. just more <laughs> wasteland style cards yeah yeah or a flip or a flip card flip card that can kill stuff yeah so you have uh, multiple things that you can do um I'd be down with that I yeah like that. So, so yeah I would say. Both of those could see it, but I don't think so. I think they just need to, we need to get a little bit more non-basic hate. There's one, I swear, hang on. I'm grabbing the cards that I just opened, and then one of them is dealing with that. Where is it? Oh, so there's one in the Kaldheim. Uh, smashing success. It's an instant destroy target artifact or land. If an artifact is destroyed, you get a treasure token. So I have it on the sideboard right now. Not sideboard. You know, I'm building my Magda deck, but I was like, oh, it deals with giving me treasure and all that stuff. But it it gives you options with it. You know, they're starting to, the problem is it's a four. It's three and three and one red. I think if they were to drop that down a little bit, this is a destroying lot more of a an artifact card. is like one red or a red and a colorless. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and that's why they're going to give you that treasure. But uh, destroying a land, good. But then you don't get shit for you. <laughs> oh, good for you. Exactly. All right, let's keep moving because I think we're <clears throat> okay. Really really long so <laughs> i'm yeah all right we're probably uh, uh i think just came out brand spanking new 
Uh oh, controversial. Turgrid, God of Fright. Three colorless, black, black, legendary god. It has it's a four or five menace. It has a flip side that doesn't matter. Whenever it's probably kind of good too. But uh, whenever an opponent sacrifices a non-token permanent or discards a permanent card, you may put that card from your graveyard into the battlefield under your control. From their graveyard? From yeah, the graveyard? From that card from you a said your graveyard. Graveyard. Okay. I was like, you said right, your, yeah. and I was like, wait, 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 wait. So but this card is crazy. Like, again, It That Betrays is a $20 card. And it's 11 or 12 mana on a big boy with Annihilator. But mm-hmm. you kind of play it because it's whenever an opponent sacrifices a non-token permanent, you get to gain control of it. This is like 6 or 7 mana less. And also has the part of whenever they discard a permanent card. And so there is at least one black wheel. I think it's Dark Deal or something. Um, But you put this in every wheel deck with black. So your uh, Nekusar decks, like this just takes all the permanent cards discarded. Um, This is amazing in like Kroxa. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's bonkers in Kroxa. It's... It turns in, it just steals cards. And if you just work your removal around sacrificing creatures, like, you just gain such an advantage. Like, Death Cloud just was like a dollar or two, is now up to 15 plus because of this card. It's three black and X, and everybody sacrifices lands, creatures, and discards cards. Yeah, this is pretty so crazy. The card is bonkers. And Oh, I really want this in my I, I got one. I got one. Oh, good, oh, for, good me. for you. Yeah. Oh, good for you. <laughs> um But that's totally going in Croxa. That makes Croxa so good because if people discard a land, you get the land. Yep. Enchantments, artifacts, and it, planeswalkers, creatures. You get them all. And Kroxa is when if they discard a non-land card, they don't take damage. But if, or yeah, but if they discard a land, they take damage. Yeah, that sounds right. Kroxa, just each opponent who didn't discard a non-land card loses three life. So the only time oh. when somebody discards a card is like instant or sorcery when it's not like you're still discarding cards. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. The card's insane. Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy, but I don't think they're going to... It needs another card to work with it. I I think yeah. Black only has the one wheel that I can really think of, um, but it definitely fits into a couple of really popular decks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it being a legend and building your deck, deck around it, it yeah, could- seems brutal. Like... It is monocolor, though, but yeah. I mean, it's in the sacrifice deck. So the discarding part ain't going to do a whole ton. Um, there is a creature from Odyssey that when it dies, everybody discards their hand. Um, so that is a huge swing. Um, you know, there's cards like Innocent Blood or uh, 
there's those zombies that like when they come into play, everybody sacks, sacrifices a creature, and then you just gain all those. Yeah. Oh yeah, get it all back. Yeah, that's that. Would and be so, um, there's just uh, think about like uh, Tormenta Hailfire that just wins the oh. game, like yeah. not even close. <laughs> like it already was pretty much winning the game, and now you just gain all those permanents and or discarded cards. So. I, I think the card is really swingy. Turgrid is too good. Turgrid. 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 Ermagird. It's Turgrid. Um, so that, I mean, that's where I'm at. It seems, again, on that Hull Breacher level of like, this seems awful to play against. It's funny you're saying it, and all I can think of is like, God, this would be really fun to build a deck around this. <laughs> uh, I dig it, though. I see what you're saying. Um, all right, so I have three left. One I'm just going to hit really quick. Uh, it's going to go on the same line of Gaia's Cradle and Cabal Coffers, but the dual original dual lands I had on here just because of price. Um, so that that hits talked about two of my, my con- the, the last two concepts I have of... Could there, should there be a, a money limit? So, like, cards over 100 bucks can't be played. But the interesting thing is if they go off of money, and let, let's just say for dual lands or whatever, they go, okay, now it's over $1,000. We're going to ban it because it's, you know, it's too expensive. Mm-hmm. Then the price is going to bottom out. Not bottom out, but... It'll go down. Then it won't hold at that thousand. It'll come back down. So it's like, you can't you can't base it off of the price. You can in the beginning. You know, they did with the moxes, I guess, and all that. Actually, still, I really think out of all the stuff we talked about last week, really wish the moxes would come off, but <laughs> whatever. That's another thing. Um, but you can't do that now. Now that you have the rules and then you, you can't go, we're banning this because of money because then it, it'll tank the price... Not tank it. It's still going to be expensive, but it will drop. And then you're, you're, flu- if your threshold is a thousand, then it's going to go down to 500. You're like, well, now it's under 500. Let's uh, unban it. And then it goes back up to a thousand. It's just going to keep going back and forth. I'd be okay with that. So, <laughs> no, I, and then the other concept is get rid of the reserve list out of Commander. Uh, oh, out yeah. of Commander? So that one doesn't fluctuate. It's cards. All cards can be reprinted, you know, at any point. Um, you know, maybe we'll just start our Wait. own format and call it. Are you saying, like, they remove the reserve list or just you can't play reserve list cards? What's the difference? That if they took the reserve list, if there wasn't a reserve list, and they started printing. Oh dual no, lands no, no, no! I'm saying that's ban a whole other topic. Reserve list. Gotcha. So, but then you're going to get a lot of crappy cards that shouldn't be banned that are going to be banned. Yeah, <laughs> they ban anti cards and conspiracy cards, and that's fine. I, I, again, yeah. I think it's conceptually like the problem is is that cards can't be reprinted it's not necessarily based on price or based on um power level it's just based on the ability to print them yeah so but that's why they've been kind of dancing around it and printing things 
like them. <laughs> you know, you got your growing rights of Itlamak is a gay as cradle in a way. And now we're getting the uh, the dual snowlands, but they come into play tapped. Or yeah. you know, you have ways of getting around it by not actually printing. It, and it. that's kind of similar to the idea of the cyclonic rift ban is get some cards similar to it and then it's not a problem or it's yeah. just like then you run duels and all of these other cards right that's what i was saying that was like during that time before they don't ban cyclonic rift it's gonna suck it's gonna be like hey i just got cyclonic rift and tornado rift <laughs> and hurricane rift <laughs> And whirlpool lift, rift. God damn, all these all these cyclones. Aether <laughs> wind rift. Uh, okay, let me just throw these last two I'm really done. quick. Yeah. There, that's okay. So the last two are I had Oko Thief of Crowns hmm. because it shuts down commanders. Yeah, was the main reason why yeah. I had that on there, and it's only a th- yeah three I drop for that to that, do that. Though. There's plenty of cards that do that. Yep, uh, I'm just. Throwing mm-hmm. things out there. Uh, and then the other one was Teferi, Master of Time. The new one? Because it's also playing yeah, playing off of other people's turns and drawing cards and all that fun stuff. Hmm. I love it. But I just wanted to throw it out there as an option. I don't. I think it's good. I love the card. Oh, I love it to death. That thing is amazing. But is it too is it good? Too Could good? it get. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really good. <laughs> Play. I don't know. You have protection on it. Phases out. Two extra turns. There's your fun part right there. It's ultimate. Two extra turns. You're just trying to get rid of a card that did that. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot more work. But yeah. Uh, eh, eh, eh. I think it's soft. I think there's a reason why it's at the end of your list. <laughs> I didn't put them in any order. This was the top. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I just wanted to throw ones that were, you know, the reason why Oko is just because it shut down. Yeah, this is, these are your Seedborn Muses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there, there you go. All right. Uh, let's move into... I think I think we saved the... Damn it, I played the wrong one. one. Spec. To roll them all. To play the shorter one, <laughs> just a I was trying to, and I actually, I thought I had it right. And in the darkness, it's already so long. Uh, all right. So, which set are we picking from? Dominaria. Dominaria. Since I did those dudes, why don't you do your stuff? I did the. Uh, planeswalkers last there um oh oh i gotta describe what this does uh one spec to rule them all we we are doing here is we're going set by set picking a card out of the set and we are actually keeping track of that you can check that out on the discord or it is only on the discord right now so if you are a patron and you want to jump on the discord let us know because then you can see the list there but picking a card that you can put all your money in on and we think that that card has the best chance to go up out of any of the cards in that set. So each of us are picking a different card. We can't pick the same one. And that's where we are. Okay, Larry, what is your pick? I needed you to stall a little bit longer. 
Just there. Okay, okay. No, we got it. Okay, so I am going with Muldrotha the Gravetide from Dominaria, originally printed, but I would go with Commander Legends etched foil, which is going for seventy eight seven to eight. Yeah, I know, I know. It's seven or eight dollars in etched foil. Which is again fantastic, uh, and then the normal yeah. price of you know non foil, non etched, is seven ish dollars for that and the list from Dominaria and the list, and then the foil pre release was over like sold out at thirty dollars over on Card Kingdom, so I think the the upside of the etched foils. Oh, um, it's huge. Are are huge? Yeah, I mean, think of this. You, you have Dominaria foils of that. You're saying that they're over thirty. They have been yeah. over, approaching forty at one point. Uh, and you're looking at the foil etched at ten, and I think that's the better version of this card. Yeah, it can only go up to that. You know, like I mean, if not higher. Um, this has. 4,885 decks made with it. As the commander? As the commander. Okay. Let me see what as card is. Because I think this is a good... If you're in a uh, green, black, blue deck, it's a good... Um, it's in 6,508 yeah. decks. I was going to say, because I So use, it has 10,000 decks. Yeah, I use this in the... Um, what's his nuts that doubles... Um, Yarok. Yep, yeah, Yarok. Yeah. And oh, side note, the pre-release foils at one point were up to 90. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. I and think we're at it's 50 a- for a long time for from July to October of last year. And now these reprints have kind of taken some of that control, but. Oh, but the foil etch stuff just they just if you haven't seen the foil etch it, they look fantastic yep. and they don't have the curving problem that the rest of commander legends does with foils so yeah um i think i am going to pick some of those yep. up <laughs> and the normal foils are like 20 bucks from dominaria so like there there's i think there's some potential in those numbers that you're saying with the uh pre-release foils because it seemed, you know, 80, 50. Now they're sitting at like 30. 30. <clears throat> but I think that etch foil, if you can snag it for like under 10, you know, that's an easy double up to 20. But again, etch foils in my mind are the the premium. Like they look beautiful. They mm-hmm. don't curve. And that's a $30, $40 card in the long run, as long as they're not reprinting the Meldrotha in the etch foil. Right. Which, no, I think this is the only time we'll see that. I, I think we'll see I mean, foil etched yeah. again, just not Muldrotha, Muldrotha again. Yeah, yeah. I can I can agree with you on that. All right. Uh, so you're saying 10 to 20 plus? Yeah, this is a double up. Yeah. Easy. Yep, yep, yep. So, and if you're, if you're specking on it, I, I would easily hold out until 30 bucks. Oh, yeah. So. And I would say... It also depends with the Commander Legends stuff. If they don't get that second or third shipment that they were saying they were getting of the um, collector bo- booster boxes, these they're going to go way up 
a lot more because they weren't in a lot of they didn't get as much product out as they were thinking they which blows my mind yeah. on like planning like they know that commander drives a ton of product and then they just don't <laughs> don't, don't deliver yeah it's... and the shit is curved as foils are fucking ridiculous we should note did you try the uh thing that uh fast finance james chilcott mentioned about the that article no i haven't been doing it at all it worked um, pretty good it went they still had a little bit of a curve uh but they were like too normal but it, it got more flat you know like in you do like a little humidor thing you could do it with a cigar box too if you wanted to but it, it so it just seemed like spray down some paper towels yep. lay it there in a box and then have some type of platform. Yeah. So I use like, a, you know, like the little casing off. that card kingdom gives you and they send you cards, the little plastic. Thing. Yeah. I put that right in the middle and you have it in there for 20, 30 minutes. And then the card starts to bend the other way. Once you, <laughs> once it starts to curl up and you take it out and you just let it, uh, dry just out. wavy. Yeah, but then no, you I, you drop it under, put it under books, and then afterwards, it wasn't completely crisp flat, but it was a lot better than it was, like noticeably better. So, huh. yeah, I mean, it's sorry, I I still think it like how fucking ridiculous Commander Legends foils were, like that was insulting. Well, yeah, it's it. Oh, I mentioned that about a couple of weeks ago about. Card Kingdom doesn't even take the full art foils, like for trade in. Are they even taking any of those foils in? Everyone that like, I try to look at, they're not. They're not taking any of them. I wouldn't fucking touch them. Yeah, they're, that's so much work to like make it not curly at playable. Yeah, I have right now. I bought um, a foil Obeka, and I have it under the deck, sitting there. Um, so it's just like having pressure for the last three weeks. And I, I looked at it today and it's just, it's curving, it's double sleeved and you can just fucking in the sleeve. It's just curved. <laughs> You're just like, it's not doing anything. Yeah. Like pressure does nothing. Try, try um, a couple with the, the commons and uncommons and just, yeah. just, it, it, you just have to get the right time of what you have. Just, I just started testing looking at the idea of what guy said was just like blow into the sleeve a couple times and then let it be. So like maybe that kind of just traps some oh. moisture in there without having to, cause I'm not playing a whole ton with these cards, but I just don't want them to fucking <laughs> turn into like <laughs> to, just arches. They're ridiculous turn into and they're strong. They're stiff. Curves. Yeah, they are. Um, it's, it's funny. We have to do work to get your cards flat. That isn't a yeah. necessarily. A good yeah. Thing. I don't, I don't, think that's good yeah i don't think that's good so all right uh my one spec has something very similar to a card that i just said that i kind of wanted or didn't want banned that i put on the potential ban list uh and it's yeah. cabal stronghold uh does similar thing that cabal coffers does except they made it not broken so yeah yep. this is a land it comes in you can tap it right away for a colorless or you can tap three and tap it and add a swamp or one black for each swamp. basic swamp you control. So they Cabal Coffers is two and tapping it for each swamp in play. Is it in play or is it you control? Uh, that you control. But it's not basic swamp. Mm -hmm. So, But 
this takes in it doesn't have the uh, just tapping ability that Cabal Stronghold has. Um, I actually spec'd on this one a while back because one of either somebody from our Discord or it was a patron mentioned it. I don't remember who because it was Zero really likes it. It might have been Zero that mentioned it. It was when I was still in the camper because I remember being like, "Oh, I got to pick up those." Yeah, I think it was Zero actually. So I picked up. Uh, just a handful of them before, and I picked up a few more now that I, I it, it has gone up a little bit since I bought it. But the the non foils are at four, and the foils are at six. So they're oh, that's not a big difference. Yeah, yeah. they're really close. Uh, this is in sixteen thousand EDH rec deck, so it's used a shit ton. Yeah, uh, I can see the non foils if they don't catch another reprint, getting up to ten. But really, I would go jump that two dollars more. Because I think that those will get to fifteen to twenty. Uh, there are three foil printings, so you have the Dominaria, you have the promo pre-release, and the promo pack from the core set with the Planeswalker stamp. The I believe the 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 regular Dominaria ones are the cheapest. The ones with the Planeswalker stamps are the most expensive, which is different than what we've been seeing. We've been seeing that be the cheapest, yeah. but for some reason. In this case, those are limited supply. There was only like 10 copies, if I remember, left, or maybe even less than that. And um, it was a couple bucks more than the other. So every black deck, mono, potentially two-color decks are probably use, use – I mean, it's 16,000 decks. That's a lot. <laughs> it's used a lot, yeah. yeah. So it's the <clears throat> poor man's cabal coffers, and it's good. Agreed. Yeah, I think that basic swamp part makes it fair, mm -hmm. but it's still, you know, it's just an extra swamp. It goes in every mono black deck. Yeah. You know. I could even see two colors, though, like I was saying. I, you could potentially play it in that, but it gets a little tough because you're tapping three and then trying to hit the yeah. swamp. So, yeah, maybe not. You would have to have five basic swamps to just Make get it by. Yeah. So, but it goes in every mono black deck. For sure. Um, and I think the, again, it's the utility part of it. Um, at the very least it's tapping you a colorless. So if you can't hit it, you, you still, you're not getting screwed. That's the one downfall with Cabal Coffers is you have to tap the two to get it. But most of the time you have that. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it normally isn't a problem. So, all right. That is one long ass episode. Woo. We did it, Lowry. Three we did it, fucking years. Three years. We should just do... think of everything that we have done in three <laughs> years. I'm afraid to go back to like our first five, ten episodes to listen and see how bad it is. But I really want to <laughs> at some point. Well, I'll I will uh, echo what my wife says constantly is. Is it in yet? I can't. I can't. No, <laughs> I can't believe you guys still have stuff to talk about. Yeah, it's just magic, right? What else are you talking about? Stuff and things. It's stuff uh, and things. We just bullshit, 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 bullshit. Uh, all right. Well, that should do it for this week. This will be. This is three years. Uh, hopefully, we do another three years. I don't see us stopping anytime soon. So. Yeah. Just uh, want to thank everybody for listening and enjoying the podcast. And uh, 
That's that's everything. <laughs> I was just going to let you go with that. I wasn't going to jump in at all. I just wanted to see how that ended because I could tell uh, it was just, just it was just going to be a trail off. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that's that. That's it. Just thank you. <laughs> all right. Like all normally right. when when you're thanking somebody, they can thank you back or whatever. There's that little bullshit that goes back and forth. But since you're just speaking into the void, it's uh, pretty hollow. You're just gonna let me yeah. get back again. <laughs> All right, that should do it for this week. We will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Take up. <laughs> I was just like, I'm just gonna let him keep going because I don't see how.